Welcome back to another episode of the Frankfurt Link. I am Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Link NKY. I am coming to you live from Frankfurt, Kentucky, where I am covering the 2023 Kentucky General Assembly Legislative Session and bringing you the political news that matters most to Northern Kentucky. The Frankfurt Link is sponsored by Roebling Solutions. Link NKY keeps our community updated on policy and political changes with our boots on the ground reporting. However, it can be overwhelming determining how your organization should respond in an ever-changing political climate. Roebling Solutions, led by Shane Nome, uses a decade of experience and relationships working with all levels of government to help their clients achieve specific policy and political goals. Whether it's state house or courthouse, Roebling Solutions will help you bridge business and policy. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the first Republican gubernatorial debate held on March 7th at the Henry Clay in Louisville. Four Republican candidates took to the debate stage Attorney General Daniel Cameron, Agricultural Commissioner Ryan Corals, State Auditor Mike Harmon, and Somerset Mayor Alan Keck. Former U.N. Ambassador Kelly Kraft declined to participate, and former Northern Kentucky Attorney Eric Dieters said he wasn't invited. The rest of the field also didn't participate, and they include David Cooper, Dennis Ray Ormerod, Bob DeVore, Jacob Clark, Johnny Ray Rice, and Robbie Smith. The candidates debated one floor up from the general audience, which watched from a ballroom with two screens. Spectrum One News' Mario Anderson moderated the event, and he asked the candidates the big topics being discussed in state government right now. Income tax reduction, teacher shortage, government oversight in the classroom, exceptions to the abortion ban, gender-affirming care in youth, medical marijuana, gun violence, whether the GOP should move on from Donald Trump, and the definition of wokeness. Most of the candidates agreed on most topics, but there were scarce moments when they didn't. Joining me this week to give some analysis on the gubernatorial debate is Shane Nome, the Kenton County Republican Party Chair. Thanks for joining me, Shane. Um, so this was the defer- the first debate of the primary season. What were your main takeaways? I mean, I think what you saw is a strong field of Republican candidates. Um, there was not a lot of headline news out of the event because all the candidates were pretty strong. No, um, no big mistakes were made. You know, I look at a lot of debates and think these are do no harm events. If your candidate that you're favoring comes out of there without any negative headlines, any serious wounds, then it's a good night. And, and I don't think you saw any candidate really walk away saying, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Um, so I think all in all, most of the candidates are going to say they had a good night. They did on social media. They all claimed victory, it seemed like. And, and I think that's a fair analysis as um, the Republican Party is really looking for who is the best foot forward to go up against Andy Bashir. He's going to be a tough challenge in November. And I think they all made their case and they all made the case that we've got a strong slate to do that. So the candidates seemed to agree on most topics, but there were some areas where they differed, such as Alan Keck's stance on exceptions to abortion and Harmon's stance against sports betting. Do you think these differences or any others might change the race for the candidates? I don't. I don't think those are real deciding issues in a Republican primary. Um, You know, pro-life is a complicated issue. Um, as we've seen over the last couple of election cycles, and it depends on what part of the state you're in and which part of the state you're looking for votes in. Um, I thought Alan Keck's uh, nuanced and detailed approach to life um, is definitely appreciated in suburban areas, uh, the Golden Triangle, if you will. Um, and that's what we hear a lot in, in northern Kentucky on, on life issues. 
And you do hear a lot more opposition to sports wagering, gambling of any kind uh, in the more rural areas. And, and Auditor Harmon comes from Danville, which is out south of Lexington, a little less populated than up here. And there's just not a lot of, um, you know, ac- activities, sports activities going on down there uh, other than maybe U.K. basketball that uh, folks engage in on a regular basis that would have gambling opportunities. So I, I think those are two differences, but, you know, that's a, a pretty minor difference. At the end of the day, Republicans are going to be deciding who is best to go up against Andy Bashir, Washington Democrats, um, you know, liberals across the country. That's really going to be the deciding point is who can bring the conservative Republican message to more voters in the fall. One of the top candidates, former U.N. Ambassador Kelly Kraft, chose not to participate in the debate. She has said she'll participate in both KET's and Kentucky Sports Radio's debate. Do you think this strategy helps or harms her chances? I think it's a neutral on her campaign. You know, as I said earlier, debates are a do-no-harm kind of event. And candidates and campaigns have to make the calculation, do I take several hours off uh, this week from working the fish fries and basketball games across the state where you're meeting voters? Or do I you know, prepare for uh, an hour or two in a studio where I'm not necessarily meeting new voters in person, but I am you know, getting on television? Um, in Spectrum News' case, it's a, a limited audience. Um, so I think there were a lot of factors that went into her decision-making. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to sway the needle a whole lot. She's not skirting debates altogether. She's just picking and choosing which ones she's doing, especially early on. The Jefferson County GOP, who co-hosted the event with Spectrum One, did some unofficial polling of candidates from the crowd before and after the debate. By far, Attorney General Cameron remained the front runner in both of those unofficial polls, something that's been reflected in more official polls as well. But after the debate, both Quarles and Keck seem to gain a little ground in the unofficial polls. What do you think we'll see for the rest of the race? Is there a clear front runner, and is there the potential for an outlier to make a run in this crowded field? What I've seen in public polling and candidate polling is that Daniel Cameron seems to have an early lead, a pretty significant early lead, um, but it's, it's not over, and these races are uh, known to turn on the dime. Uh, so I think any of the candidates still has a really good shot, and, and they, they all are going to keep aggressively campaigning as if they do. But I do think you see individuals with um, an opportunity to close that gap. Uh, Ambassador Kraft uh, will definitely have a money advantage, and that will close the gap significantly. Um, I think you saw Alan Keck. Uh, come out for a lot of people come out of nowhere if you'd never heard of him before but for those of us that have met him know he's an impressive uh, political figure in the state Um, he definitely got on people's radars uh, through his performance he held his own uh, against more commonly household republican names across the state Um, so i think you'll continue to see that you know uh, commissioner corals has a remarkable grassroots network he's been um crisscrossing the state as the agriculture commissioner for the last eight years. Um, he's still not to be counted out of this race. I mean, his, his team is out there working hard as anybody. Um, so really you've got a four or five way race here. That's got the opportunity to come pretty tight, but I do think, um, Daniel Cameron has got a, a slight advantage over everybody. His RNC Republican national convention appearance, 
um, back in 2020, definitely put him onto a national stage. Um, as an example, I've got friends that moved here uh, in, in early 2021 and found out I was involved in politics. And the first question they asked me was, do you know Daniel Cameron? Um, that's the that's the Republican you know from Kentucky outside of Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul. So that, that does carry star power. But again, these races are all local and it's whoever gets out there, meets the most voters and pounds the pavement. Well, that's Shane Nome, the Kenton County Party Republican, Kenton County Republican Party Chair, excuse me. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Shane. Thanks, Mark. My pleasure. That's it for this week on the Frankfurt Link. I am Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Lincoln KY. As always, you can read more of my reporting as well as the reporting of my colleagues at LinkNKY.com. Now that you're up to date on this week's happenings in Frankfurt, head over to RoblingSolutions.com and schedule time to evaluate your organization's lobbying and governmental needs. They're here to help you bridge business and policy as well as bridge Northern Kentucky with Frankfurt.